In this episode of the podcast, I have my second guest, a good buddy of mine, the one, the only, Garrett Tomesh. We talk about the previous weekend activities, beer, and future plans for the summer and beyond. Today is June 27th, 2018. I'm Brandon Noble, and you're listening to the Be Noble, Be Kind podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Be Noble, Be Kind podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Noble. Uh, I hope everyone is having a wonderful summer so far and enjoying the weather, minus a little rain that we've gotten here in Wisconsin. Uh, thank you, everyone, um, for tuning in and continuing to listen. Uh, please check out my previous episodes if you haven't yet. Today, I have a special guest for you all, uh, my buddy Garrett Tomesh. Uh, if I'm saying his name correctly, there is joining me today. Uh, Garrett, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Um, just got done with an ultimate Frisbee game. Uh, didn't get to play, but it was a lot of fun to watch and hang out with all the friends. So had a good time. Yeah. And uh, so how how the ultimate Frisbee end up? Uh, so a lot of our games have been really close lately, and they haven't quite made it to the uh, the game ending points of 13. But the last two we've lost on Universe, which is kind of frustrating. Um that's where it's tied, and you the teams kind of get together and decide that we don't have enough time to finish the full game. Okay. So you just, like, next point wins. And we've lost the last two games on that, which is kind of frustrating. Oh. But uh, we've got a lot of new people playing this year on the Ultimate Team, and it's really it's actually a lot of fun to see them all improve and get really excited and get into the sport. So Yeah, that's awesome. I've I mean, my experience with it is probably limited to, like, gym class type stuff. Um, sometimes gym class is more serious than all <laughs> summer league. Ultimate. I can see that. Yeah. You always have those tryhards. <laughs> yeah. And I know at my high school, there was uh, a lot of, um, like ultimate Frisbee was starting to get like kind of serious for the kids at, um, my high school. And a lot of them went on to play college Frisbee. Oh, okay. So I know, uh, my brother and like the younger kids, um, in his grade, I think half of them are playing on the whitewater team. You know, okay. half the kids I know. So right. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, even though you didn't get the win, uh, a wise man once said, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. And that's a quote from Nick Crowley, who we both know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's man. a story behind there that will maybe come out someday. Oh, man. Um, so basically, for everyone who doesn't know Garrett, um, I know Garrett through our friend uh, Taylor Thering, who I went to high school with and Garrett went to college with. Mm-hmm. Um, you ended up rooming with him freshman yeah. year. Well, we, in Milwaukee, there's the suite style setup, and then he had a room with a good friend, or what turned out to be a really great friend of ours, Alec. Okay. Rapala, and then um, our suite had a ton of fun. Just left the doors open, talked all the time, and I'd say Taylor probably ended up being one of my best friends from college. So, mm-hmm. and that's how I ended up meeting you guys. I believe sophomore year of college. During yeah, the guys we came. Weekend. Yeah, we came to visit Taylor there, and. That was always nice coming to catch like a Bucks game or something. Not something's always going so, on in Milwaukee. Yeah. There's a Bucks game and an Admirals game that weekend. Yeah, I think that's the only Admirals game I went to my whole four years that, down in Milwaukee. That's the only one I've ever been to. It was a good time. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. I think we even caught a couple fights. You know the typical hockey stuff. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> you're you're not at a hockey game unless there's a couple fights. It's yeah. a bust otherwise. Yep. 
you guys kind of got me into basketball. So I, I showed up to the Bucks game in my Red Wings shirt, like pullover sweatshirt. And I was like, guys, I think I showed up to the wrong sport yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so I just kind of wanted to roll out the red carpet for you uh, to basically further introduce yourself uh, for everyone who doesn't know you. So uh, Garrett Tomish, as you said, I grew up on the east side of Madison, um, went to high school in Monona, and then as we just talked about, went to college in Milwaukee, um, where I met Brandon uh, four years there, and I got a degree in architectural sciences. Um, after college, I've now moved back to Madison, and I'm working on the east side for a general contractor. Um, it's kind of hard to describe my position. I think the actual term is design professional, but I do things including um, drafting for plans and stuff like that for um submittal and trying to get permits. I do renderings for like marketing type things, um, run the social media page. I also do a lot of support for the, the project managers that have been there for a while and are working on larger projects. Um, we've got a, quite a few going around here in Madison. There's stuff from the Chabad house um, down on State Street right next to Hopcat. Um, out on the east side, we've got the um, Lion's Eye Bank is moving out there. Um, Next, and that's in a development that we kind of been building a lot of the buildings on. Um, and we've also got stuff going on in Wanakee, and we do a lot of post office stuff around the state. Oh, so, interesting. Um, a lot of cool things, get to travel a little bit for work. And I really like the place I'm at because I know if I ended up going to an architectural firm right after college, I'd probably end up doing just a lot of drafting and sitting at a computer. Yeah, you're um, able to do a little more, have a little more diverse things that you're doing. Yeah, and I, I know. Um, I get to get up out of my chair a lot, go run around, pick up stuff for the carpenters and check out job sites. And I think that's a really cool experience that I get that not everyone in my profession gets. Yeah. They see, sure. they see just like the plan and design side and they don't really end up on the actual construction side of things. Yeah. And, and that that's where the real shit's going on. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how often I see, um, well, I like to think, or in school, I thought I was like, the architectural plans they're always perfect you know that's how they're at they're going to be built and on this end i always end up seeing like oh man we got to figure this one out they're like man that section was a little bit off we got to it doesn't necessarily match the plan we got to figure yeah. out like which one goes which way and that's the problem solving yeah it's it's a lot of like on your feet problem solving kind of stuff and you you got to kind of guess at some things and just keep the project moving as fast as possible you know for sure well cool man uh so Quick, I just wanted to uh, give everyone a little update. I know in the last podcast, I talked about my upcoming weekend plans. Um, so now I'm recording this after that and just wanted to let everyone know that the Bacon and Brews Fest at Bree Stevens Field was an amazing time. It looked like a lot of fun. I saw on Facebook. Yes. And so within the first hour of being there, that was like the VIP time. Oh, yeah. And then like 12, 11 is when like we got to go in. And then 12 is like the general admission or whatever Gosh, it was. And that's at Bruce Stevens, right? Yeah. Downtown. So they typically, this is the first year they had it at Bruce Stevens. We found out they usually have it in Sun Prairie somewhere. Hmm. Um. But anyways, yeah, within the first hour, had a very good buzz going and had drank a lot of really good beers at that point. Oh, man. Um, there was definitely a lot of very interesting people and beers to try. Um, 
I think that comes with a lot of downtown Madison. There's a lot of there's a lot of diversity in just in Madison, you know. Right. Yeah. And then there was even like breweries coming in from like you know Michigan or oh, really? like other states for sure too. Wow. Yeah. It was probably half and half like local Wisconsin stuff, and then also like out of state stuff. Wow. Too. That's. Um, I gotta go next year. Which was really good. Um. <laughs> the only thing was then after the bacon and brews, we had planned to go to see Shake the Lake. Oh no. But a prolonged nap that was in <laughs> <laughs> when you drink a little too much yeah, too early. Uh that kind of got the best of me and we didn't end up going to the Shake the Lake then. Oh no. Um but it's before the fourth, so we'll still catch some fireworks coming yeah. up here. I think maybe not this weekend, but next weekend, we might have some fireworks out at my place. So if you guys, oh, and I know um, Nick's having something at his place too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause yeah, we'll for sure be going to that. That's Friday night. Yeah. And then we are going to back to Christie's hometown Potosi that weekend. Oh, gotcha. Um, which we were going to invite you to go, but you already have these other plans. Well, if it doesn't, about. if it doesn't already act like it hasn't been planned officially, so oh, okay. we'll see what happens. We'll see what shakes out. Then. <laughs> um, but then Sunday, um, Christy's best friend from high school and her now fiance, Ooh. they recently got engaged, um, came up to visit us and we went, we did a little kayaking. Hey um went to the zoo it was the first time this summer going to the zoo it's nice having a free zoo here in madison and it, yeah and it's a very nice zoo it's actually nice. especially like i would easily pay 10 bucks like i would have no problem paying 10 oh, even right. like 15 bucks to go in there mm -hmm. um but yeah uh so that was really good we had good weather and then we ended up eating dinner like an early dinner and went at dave and buster's and then played like a bunch of like the arcade games there. And was that your first time at Dave and Buster's? Well, technically third. So a while back, we went there for Rob's uh, birthday. Oh, yeah. And played there. And I opened a tab at the bar, leaving my credit card. And then so got drinks and then had dinner and then went to play games. Completely forgot about my card. <laughs> had to go back the next day to get it. And then essentially... The bartender's like, oh, if you uh, fill out this survey, I can either give you like credits on the card to play games the rest of the night or oh. like a free drink. And we're like, we weren't feeling like drinking. Yeah. Because this was like on like a Wednesday night then or something. Oh. So we're like, well, sure. So we ended up staying there for like you a couple play hours. play games the next yeah. night too. So we did those two and then this last weekend, uh, which it was a good time. I haven't been to the one here yet on it's, the west side. Yeah, it's really nice. The one in Milwaukee was a lot of fun. I know I went for a birthday party back in the day. and I know it was probably March Madness and we got to watch the Badgers score like oh, overtime yeah. against, I think it was against Iowa or something. It was They made like a, a deep three just to go into overtime and they end up winning it in overtime. We were going crazy. Yeah, so. and that's always fun to be in like a public place or like a bar when mm -hmm. like a big game like that's going on. Oh, yeah. it's It was a lot of fun. And then like the games are always so cool. They've got such a variety. And it's it's interesting growing up and going to like Rocky Rococo's and stuff with kids arcades and stuff, whereas Dave and Buster's, you definitely feel a much more adult oriented yeah, atmosphere you for know sure. so i think i think that's definitely cool and i've also heard on some week weekends they have 
after nine it's adults only or okay. something like that, that so sense. that might be something we go check out in the future yeah for sure could be a lot of fun um yeah so just updating everyone i i had a a really good weekend this last weekend um but you seem to have had probably even a more exciting weekend as you got to do a little road tripping yeah it was a lot of fun um kind of spur of the moment i texted my buddy that moved down to nashville and i was like you doing anything this weekend and he said no come down so I uh, took Friday off and went down to Nashville with my brother and his girlfriend and met up with my buddy Julian and my friend Avia, who flew in from Delaware to hang out with all of us. Okay. So technically she traveled further, but she flew down. So that's kind of cheating. Right. Um, it was a lot of fun. The drive down took like 12 hours, though, because we hit we woke up late, hit Chicago rush hour in the morning, and then oh, we went no. through Louisville during their afternoon rush hour. So. That's too bad. Um, but we got down there and just in time for dinner, got to try some Southern barbecue. It was really, really good. Um, down at, uh, I think it was Logan's Barbecue down in Gallatin, which is um, where we stayed just outside of, ten- or outside of Nashville. Okay. Um, and then the next morning, we got to go check out a state park, which I was super excited. You let me borrow your camera. Yeah. Got tons of pictures there. Um, actually I, I filled up the SD card and I know you warned me and you were like, Garrett, you should probably clear the pictures before you leave. Didn't do it. So I'm sitting there like, I went to take a picture of my brother and it said camera full. And I was like, no, delete real quick. Try to hit the button like a hundred times to clear them all out. Um, did you get, were you able to like go back and get rid of my old ones? I was able to delete them off the camera and then, uh, still got a ton more pictures. It was really cool. We got to see, um, a bunch of deer, um, a bunch of, um like dragonflies and stuff were flying around turtles all over the place um one thing we did notice and i think it's a good idea in the future is my buddy julian also had his camera but we brought the same lens so the joke was on us that the deer were further away so we both got like all right pictures but if one of us had that longer oh so you left the bigger one that i have behind yep we didn't want to carry around the full bag and everything so um we ended up having the same lens but we still got tons of really cool pictures and at the end of the the trail that we were on there was an aviary that they had and they had a horned owl a red-tailed hawk and a vulture cool and what they ended up doing we were walking around talking to the forestry people and they're like hey we can take the owl out for you if you want so they were like in an enclosure yep they were in an enclosure some rather small enclosures but at the same time when we were talking to them um all three birds had wing injuries and they weren't able to fly anyway. Gotcha. So it, it, they weren't going to be able to release them into the wild no matter what. Okay. So it was it was a little bit more understanding in that right. sense. Right. So then know? they were able to use them at least for like an educational yeah. like purpose. Yep. Um, but they were able to bring the great horned owl out for us out of the cage. And it was, it was crazy. This 15-year-old girl puts on the glove and goes in there and gets the owl for us. And they were right. telling us she'd been doing that and working with the birds since she was 13. That's impressive. Yeah, I was like, that's super cool. And like at the age of 15, like what do you do on the weekends? I go hang out with like a great horned owl and like train it and stuff. No kidding. Yeah, because people might think like, oh, you know, they're just birds. They're like majestic and they're flying around. But like up close and personal, those things would like destroy you. The owl was really intimidating when they brought it out, actually. Like 
they they were making sure to warn us not to get like super close or move really fast because while it had the wing injury, it can still kind of jump and lunge with oh, its, for sure. And the claws are still huge, you know. Yeah, and the beak that could like do some yeah. damage. But um it was it was really good. Um we got some really, really cool pictures that I'll have to show you later. Um so that was all Saturday then? That that wasn't that was just like Saturday morning. Okay. So um we finished up the hike there and then we got to try some I don't know if it's Tennessee hot chicken or Southern hot chicken. Okay. But it's like a big deal that, or we were told there was a big deal. We had to go try and find some. Is it like wings or just, is it breaded? Or, so it's, or it you can get it both breaded and not breaded. Um, the stuff we had was breaded. Okay. Um, but what, what it was or what we decided it tasted like was fried chicken with tons and tons of paprika on it. There's okay. probably a lot more to it than that. But that's what I, like stood out. Yeah, that's like the flavor that stood out, and it was it was good. It was like um, a dry rub, then. Yeah, it okay. was a dry rub, and I, the stuff we had that it was just dry rub, so it was only on the outside, and we mm-hmm. thought it would have been really good if it kind of like the flavor went all the way through. Yeah, and just kind of lasted a little bit longer, but it was it was still pretty good. It was it was definitely different than just getting like wings or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always fun to try out like the local stuff yeah. wherever you go, and like. And the I tr- go-tos. Yep. And I tried to try like a couple um, local beers down there. Um, and I forgot what the first one was. It was it was a darker stout beer and it was all right. But this, on Sunday before we left, I got to try a, it was a sour beer with a bit of orange flavor and it was a really good light summer beer. Okay. So I, yeah, I've had sours before, and I've, I'm just not a huge sour fan. Not a fan. No. And it's not, like, and I'm not, I don't really like ciders and stuff because a lot of those are, like, too sweet. I'm not a big fan of ciders I don't either. like sweetness. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sour beer is so close to that. That's I know it's fair. different, but it's for me, it's, like, close well, in sour beers, they also tend to match them with some fruit and stuff in right. there too. So you do get the sweet flavor. You know? Yeah. I, lately, at the stouts and porters, I've been like, really any cool. bar I go to, like, I ask for that. And even like, sometimes I've even been like, if they don't have anything, they'll have Guinness. And gotcha. so sometimes I'll even be like, you know what? I just want a Guinness right now. I'll take that over, like, trying <laughs> something new even sometimes. But Venturing to the dark side. Yeah. The bacon and bruise had a lot of really good. Uh, stouts and porters that i was getting into which was getting me into trouble the thing too is like so normally when you go to i don't know if you've ever been to a beer fest sorry this is like a really i haven't crazy tangent no you're good you know talking about beer so normally like there's one in lacrosse beer wine cheese fest Mm -hmm. you get a sampling glass which is like a little bigger than a shot glass it's probably like it's, I don't know how many ounces. It's probably what like comes with like flights. Probably actually. like yeah, exactly like six ounces. Probably mm-hmm. they for the bacon and brews we got for the VIP we got like a souvenir glass and it was probably a pint, but it was like kind of skinnier and like shaped. It was probably a little less than a pint. Gotcha. And like some places were just like giving you like a little sample. Some places were like almost filling your freaking glass up. <laughs> And it's like, I have to be here for another two hours. And I'm like, they, and I, they have buckets that you like can dump them out if you, you don't like them. You can't alcohol like that. Even beers that I don't like, I, I, I just cannot dump them out. Like right. I will, 
and there's probably no beers that I would like say, oh, that's disgusting. Like anything I can drink for sure. There's There's been one beer lately that I really just couldn't finish. And I was really disappointed in myself. It was also talked up as like a really good beer by people. Oh, that, the like, worst is having the high expectations. I, the expectations were really high. And I'd heard a couple people tell me that the Dragon's Milk beer was really good. And I just wasn't a fan. Really? Yeah. I, I love Dragon's Milk. I couldn't do it, man. I, was, I like that. I... I hate to admit it, but I left it on the table. That's all right. I was pretty disappointed in myself. That's all right. There, Just to round this off, there was a, I forget the brewery and I'm pissed, but it was a Doppelbach, like double chocolate is what it was like called. Gotcha. And it was the most chocolatiest beer I've ever, like it literally tasted like you were drinking a chocolate candy bar. Ooh. And you don't like sweets, so. No, like. I love stouts that are chocolatey. Okay. But not not like the fruity. Interesting. But it was like, and my parents don't really like the darker beers, and I had them try it, and they they liked it. Oh, I, I so I need to find. We have like a brochure with everything on it, and I can find mm-hmm. it. Gotcha. I've I've tried coffee beers and like them, but I'm not a big fan of the chocolate beers. I love. Yeah, the best is when they have like the mixture of the mm-hmm. two for me. Those are good. So um, anyways, back to the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after the hot chicken, I think we just went back to the pool and hung out. He's He's got such a cool job. So he's got a six-month rotational job where he's working with one company. And the, what they'll do is they'll send him to one location for six months. Okay. And then they'll move him to another location in the company in the country for the next six months. And then he does that for two years. So he gets to see different parts of the company and stuff like that. That is awesome. And one of them is international. So he was telling me he gets to go to Romania and Germany for three weeks each. And they're covering this. Yep, they cover that. He also has his housing paid for by the company and has like a really good salary too. So that's – he has a very ideal job in my opinion. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, But his – He's got a condo down there and he lit, like they have a pool and everything and grills and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we just had a little a little cookout and hung out down there and by the pool and called it a night. Had a little bit of a land party, you know, oh, back, yeah. back to the childhood days. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the next morning we got up and went down to check out Nashville itself. Um, until then, other than the hot chicken that we went to go get, um, we hadn't really been actually downtown. Yeah. So is there like a main street? Street so it's music strip? city okay um and that's that's where all like the live music the bars right. and stuff are um we ended up parking down by their state capitol down there um and walking um it was super congested and there was a lot of stuff going on because they had pride fest for nashville going on gotcha um, we kind of i don't want to say snuck but we ended up sneaking in to pride fest for a little bit trying to get places um Got a lot of cool pictures down there of uh, like the bar signs and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. tons of cool street art, and I know I didn't get to take pictures of most of it, um, just because I I didn't see a ton of it. Um, some of it's just like old faded um, marketing signs on signs yeah. on the side of brick buildings, which is cool to see. Um, and other stuff is just like really nice, brand new. Um, it's it's way better done than just calling it graffiti, um, but it's. Right, really like inspiring, brightly colored street art that fills the sides of like blank buildings, um, and it was a lot of fun to go see all that. And then we we're like, "Well, we have nine hours to drive back to Wisconsin. We got to go right around three o'clock." Okay. Um, 
But this is where the exciting part happens. Yeah. So based on a, so yeah, I had a little insight on this and I've been dying to hear the actual story from, from the little tweet that you sent out. <laughs> so we are driving back from Nashville and you go through Tennessee up to Kentucky and then you hit Indiana and Indiana is the longest drive because you're driving from the south side of Indiana up towards Chicago. Right. Yeah. That or if you go like through Illinois ever on your way yep. down south is like you're in that state forever. Yeah. And, and well, <laughs> Kentucky and Tennessee are beautiful to drive through. Other than like seeing the wind farms and everything in Indiana, it's not very exciting. <laughs> right. But we it's it's probably like 930. Most of the food options are going to close and. Um, we were, we were already a little bit limited cause, uh, my brother's girlfriend's vegan. Um, so we were trying to think of stuff to go, go get. And she had already had Chipotle twice in the last couple of days. Cause that was the easy stop shit that, that she could think of. Yeah. Um, we almost missed the exit for Laf. Um, was it Lafayetteville? Um, I don't know. I think it was Lafayetteville or something like okay. that. Um, but they're like, oh, we're going to stop for Chipotle. We got to get there before it's closed. So I whip it through the exit, going through the stripe lines and everything on the exit. I was like, oh, man, that was close. Oh, well, this is happening. So we go we go get Chipotle, and uh, we're sitting outside, and it's it's super nice. There isn't a whole lot of, like, people there left because it's, like, 945, and they're about to close. And yeah. we're listening to the birds, and one kind of sounded like a cat. And it, my brother was like, guys, I'm pretty sure it's a cat. And I'm like – Birds mimic like animals and stuff like that all the time. It's yeah, probably yeah. just a bird making a funny noise. Cause like living out in the country, you just, you just start to kind of like ignore bird noises a little bit, unless you're trying to listen for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, Shane, it's, it's gotta just be a bird making a funny noise. And he's like, I'm going to go check it out. So he runs across the parking lot and he's, he's standing there for a second. And he comes running back. He does like the goofy little Naruto run with the arms back. Cause he's <laughs> yeah. so excited. It was super cute. And he goes, there's a kitten. And I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, yeah, there's a kitten over there. And I was like, sat down by burrito. I was like, all right, I got to go check this out. So we go over there. And sure enough, there is a cute little white kitten. Oh, boy. Sitting in the bush meowing. And and we, we look in the bush and there's no other kittens around. We didn't see any other cats or anything like that. Yeah, that's and this, weird. this Chipotle is right next to a highway. So it's it goes Chipotle bush and small green space and highway right so we're we're sitting there thinking this cat cat was really skinny already um so we're like do we just leave it there mm-hmm. and we're like no we can't we can't we have to take this kitten and i was i get i'm no there, collar or anything nothing like that. absolutely right. nothing and it, it's it's pause we didn't notice it at first but now that we've had it for a couple of days uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, it's it's paws have some burn marks from probably stepping on the really hot pavement and yeah. it's kind of blistered up. Right. Um, but it, the kitten was in kind of rough shape, so we picked it up and brought it home. I've, I was sitting there and I was, my brother and his girlfriend were like, can we take it home? Can we take it home? And I was like, I feel like like a single dad of two right now. Just like, you got to make the decision. And I was like, I can't, I can't say no. This kitten's absolutely adorable. Well, you're going to have to take care of it. Like. <laughs> The joke is I'm probably going to end up taking care right, of it, yeah. you know, because um, my brother's got a plan to go to Spain here. Otherwise, I'd tell him, man, the cat's all yours, you know. Right. Um, but we ended up bringing the kitten home, and his yeah. name is now Queso. Queso, yeah. yeah how he, perfect. He's the cutest little thing ever. Uh, when we went to go get him out from under the bush, he was obviously probably stressed out from being, um, I don't want to say neglected, but, like, 
being not eating very much and mm -hmm. probably not having much interaction with people and he, he was like trying to hide back in the bush deep as possible mm -hmm. and now we try and put him away and he sits there and meows all night because he wants to get back out he right. wants to be cuddled he wants to run around and he's the cutest little thing yeah because so you already have a cat yep i have a cat called his name's oliver he's about oh i think he's about to be three and have they like gotten along fine and everything so we've actually kept queso out in um a different room inside of oliver's carrying crate okay um just because i i want to introduce him slowly and oliver is definitely a very aggressive player when yeah. he likes to play with things um so I don't want to, I want to introduce him really slowly and safely. Mm -hmm. um, so I brought the carrier into the room with Oliver and everything. And at first Oliver was like, what's going on? What is this? Yeah. Why is it making so much noise? You know, cause right. the cat's meowing wants to come out of the cage and he kind of looked at it. He hissed the first time, but that's, that's super normal that yeah. he saw it. Um, and after that, he was sitting there trying to poke it through the little holes on the cage. So I'm, I'm hoping they get along well. And I think um, that, It'd be good to have a second cat just so Oliver has another cat to play with. Yeah, so once awesome. Case was bigger, obviously, because Oliver's a, a large cat. Um, but it, it'll calm, I hope it'll calm him down a little bit. Right. Um, I honestly, like, I don't give Oliver as much attention as I, I probably should um, just because I'm out going, doing things all the time. And, right. Um, I think it'd be good if he had a little friend yeah, to hang for out sure. with. Do you have any idea how old Queso is then? Do you have a guess? I'd say he's like he's still on milk like he's he was probably still drinking his mom's milk he probably like we're just getting him onto hard food like we're, so we're that's probably like only like a month or two yeah old i'd say he's probably like a month a little over a month old yeah you know he's he's a tiny little guy it's also like it was hard to get it's hard to gauge how old he is because he was so thin when yeah him. you know he's uh he's definitely happier and after you feed him he's got that typical kitten chubby belly you know because <laughs> if you've ever had kittens before um i've grown up with like having outdoor cats and kittens all the time but yeah as soon as you feed them their little belly becomes so round and they get so full so fast it's adorable that's awesome and then they start waddling around because they're excited and happy and full so, yeah i'll have to get over to your place to meet the little guys yeah sometime. queso's a cutie and then we have we actually have outdoor kittens right now already before right. him okay um so we've got uh I think two litters out there right now. We've got a couple orange cats, a gray tabby, and a bunch of little black cats. Um, if anyone wants a cat, <laughs> just so you know, uh, kittens are free. You just got to, you know, as soon as you get any pet, you got to get pay the vet bills and stuff to get it all checked out and everything. Right. So, honestly, I'm 100% serious with you guys. If you want a kitten, it free, free. So, I, we're saying we're trying to rehome queso. I don't want to rehome queso. No, no, I've that, I've grown attached yeah, to that kitten so fast for sure, and he's he's got such a cool story that comes with them now. You know, like oh for sure. And my mom's trying to give him away to one of my aunt's friends, and I'm like, I'll never see that kitten again. You can't do that. It's, to me. it's like one thing if we give it to a friend that I see all the time and everything like that, where I'll see queso again. But like just thinking about never seeing that kitten again after only having him for what three or four days now, I'm just like, no, don't go please don't leave me. Right. <laughs> oh man. That's adorable. It's, it's funny how out of nowhere this kitten came from. And like in four days, he already makes me so happy. You know, he's That's super awesome. cute. Well, cool. So, um, I guess, uh, transitioning, um, 
another little uh, story between me and Garrett. Did we find out about our works at Rob's wedding, or when did we come to that conclusion? I Were we kayaking? No, it was, that was before was, that because you came here for that. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't think I knew where you worked. I think we figured it out kayaking. Oh, that's right, because you would have came to my apartment. Yep. And then we got talking, and <laughs> well, I'd assumed that you said you worked for the UW, so like instant, Every, instinct is you work downtown. Everyone some, assumes that, yeah. Yep, so. and so. But I actually, the joke is I knew where Brandon worked. Like I'd been in that building before when I was younger. Oh, right. Yeah. Like those buildings up on the hill and we, we were getting to talk and I was kind of describing where I worked and he's like, wait, you work down on the East side off Broadway, like just outside of Manila drive. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's that's the same road that I work on. (laughs) Like, I was like, dude, you said you work, like you're joking with me. You work down like downtown at the UW and he's like, no, you know, those big buildings up on the hill, the nice ones. I was like, no way. So we, we actually work probably two minutes from each other. Oh, a two-minute walk, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, gotta go uphill with the busted knee and everything. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Limpy over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we – because we live probably 10, 15 minutes 10 minutes away. Yeah. And then work even closer to yeah. each other. <laughs> we we, we kind of switch sides on the way to work almost. You right, know? yeah. It's, it was – we hard like I don't want to say we hardly knew each other, but we'd only like hung out a little bit back right. in the day, you know. And and now yeah, we're... mostly like any time that we would get together to see Taylor or yep. like that was all involved. You guys would come down to Milwaukee or something, or right? Like, I don't even know if I saw you at Taylor's grad party when I went. I did, I was not able to make that. Unfortunately, yeah. sorry, Taylor. Too cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd hardly seen Brandon like ever, and now. In the probably the last month, I've seen Brandon probably as much as most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so talking about these last weekends, um, I don't know. Did I have I mentioned to you that I'm going to Nashville later in the summer? Is that part of the whole group no. thing or something separate? So August is a very interesting month, very fun month. I've talked about this maybe a little bit, but anyways, the beginning of August. Um, me and, uh, Fred and Luke from the book club and then Fred's girlfriend are flying out to Vegas where we're starting a road trip to go up North eventually through a bunch of stuff, but we're ending in Boise to see Nick. Yep. I get back from that. have, so I go there on a Thursday, a week, come back here on that following Thursday, have Friday off to re collect myself and then me and Christy are going up north with her parents to like the Hayward Spooner area all the way north yeah so up up there yep for a week come back work a week and then like doing a four-day weekend in Nashville with my sister and my parents from like August 24th through the 28th I want to say because my sister is it? Yeah. No, no it's okay. You my si- the last my one. sister turns 21 on the 19th, <laughs> so it'll be official that she can – she's been itching to be able to go into bars and wow. whatnot. So, yeah, it'll be a fun weekend. When a sibling turns 21, there's the big obligation, you know, when the younger siblings do. For sure, yeah. She – yeah. 
I'm sure he's been waiting a while for it. I know I made the mistake of going out when he turned at midnight when he turned 21 on a Tuesday and I went out with him on Wednesday again. And I was just the next day at work. I was like, this is regrettable. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Have you guys been down to Nashville before? So my parents went there like a year or maybe more ago. They actually went down. Uh, the Packers were playing there. In, uh, oh, down in Tennessee. Titans, yeah. Uh, so they've been, um, but m- me and my, we've been to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and that was like a really long time ago. We were still in like maybe elementary school or something. Gotcha. Um, but so I've never been to actually in Nashville. Nashville. So it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, you showing me some of the pictures after this and telling me some of the spots to go and it's, whatnot. I, in in Nashville, I probably don't have a lot to tell you about where to go because we just kind of ran right. through it that morning. But there's definitely a lot of cool things just to see walking around. Yeah, um, it's also a really cool city because there's some there's a lot of really old historic buildings that are cool to go see, like the churches and things like that, mm-hmm. and like the Capitol building and things like that. But there's also a like you can tell there's a lot of investment down in that city. Um, there's a there's a whole block tore up for new new buildings oh, going yeah, up and it's stuff booming, like that for sure. And there's there's a lot of really cool modern buildings that are going up in there. There's there's one that I'm really excited to show you. I almost took too many pictures of it. It, it looks like a super villain headquarters. Yeah, it's really cool to look at. It's funny because like listening to you talk there, I was like. Why is he talking about? I'm not gonna go see a church. I'm like, oh duh, he's like architecture. I was like, of course, like you care about the buildings and the architecture, and that's like what you're gonna be taking pictures of. I went downtown. I took pictures of the art in the buildings, whereas most people would try and get like cool pictures of like the people and the things that are going on. Or yeah, they'd be like in a bar, like snapchatting a live band or something. I was down there with, as I said earlier, my brother and his girlfriend, and then Julian and Avi are a couple as well. So I was kind of like fifth wheel in it, just wheel. like in my own little world, taking Nothing pictures the whole time. It was, I it was so much fun, just kind of walking walking around, being in my own little like world, you know. And I I don't have a nice camera like you do, so like just having that was it was super exciting. I kind of felt powerful just with like the cool adjustable lens instead of trying to take pictures with my phone. Yeah, for sure. So. No, anytime, like, honestly, I don't use it enough. Um, so I was more than happy to let you borrow it for sure. Cool. I, I almost, I'm thinking about investing in my own at this point, you know, because um, my buddy, my other buddy, Brandon, um, who you've met, yeah, actually has a very similar camera. And, and Julian had the exact same camera mm. and set and everything, like case. So yeah. I, was, I was looking at prices online the other day already. So <laughs> It was it was super cool to be able to use something a little bit nicer than my phone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if you're in, you mean you have like the software and stuff to do the photo editing and stuff, which I like don't know hardly anything about. I'll be honest. Do I know a ton about it? Not as much as like actual people that do photography, you know? Yeah. Um, I've just kind of jumped into it. Uh, in high school, I had a little bit of like graphic design. Uh, with Photoshop and in college for renderings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have that experience more than I do. Like, but a lot of that stuff too is like just you got to kind of jump in and just like get your hands dirty and start just start doing it. Yeah, um, that's that's another cool thing is just watching um, videos on like YouTube and then like even on Twitch now they have they have a lot of people that'll do like live sessions where they'll they'll do tutorials and things like that that you can kind of follow and that's where I started learning to do Lightroom, which is uh, the more photo editing, like color and exposure and sa- like all that and saturation and stuff like that, yeah. that um, Lightroom is like 
the Adobe version for that. And it's, it's a little bit more photography based than um, Photoshop is. Yeah. So, and it, it, the nice thing is it's super intuitive and they have a bunch of preset um, levels and stuff that you can go do and just kind of click on them and use those as bases. And if you find one you kind of like, and then you can adjust it from there, mm-hmm. which is super nice to be able to use that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'll probably at some point I'll want to invest in getting something like that. And like, that's kind of how I like work. Like if I don't put something like monetarily or some type of investment, I'm not going to end up like doing it. Like I kept telling myself I was going to start a podcast, but I didn't really ever have the means to. So I just bought a microphone. I was like, okay, I have (laughs) a microphone. I don't have an excuse. I either, I use it and I start a podcast or it's just going to be a wasted like 50 bucks. So that's kind of how like I have to do things. Something I should note is I listened to your podcast earlier and you were setting goals and stuff for yourself. Yeah. I don't think you set a podcast goal or like a consistency. You know, I haven't yet, which is kind of really weird because that's like, that's how I like operate. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of wanted to get a few Cause like I kind of have adopted a lot from like my friends, well, Nick and then yeah. Dennis, um, their podcast. Cause I, when I first talked to Nick and them, I was like, Oh, what's like your, what do you see this going and whatnot? And they kind of said, well, we, we definitely want to do five and then we'll see where we're at from there, what we'll be doing differently. And like, they've just continued. I think they're past that for sure. I think so. Um, and rolling with it. And now, I mean, this is my fourth, uh, the first one was kind of just like a, a little thing just to get it started. Um, so like third actual one and second guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's the main thing. Like I, I feel so great after doing these. So even me like doing one on my by myself, like say no one can do it. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I'll hop on and talk like it, it makes me feel good afterwards. Um, but I do. Yeah. So. And it's just kind of like there's a little bit lag time behind like actually recording and then because it has to be edited and all that. But I, I would like to set up a goal to maybe at least have once a week. Yeah, um, for sure. And just continue on. And and definitely like I plan on having people on again in the future. So, well, I'm sure you'll be on again sometime. I'd, I'd love to do it. This is it's already a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. And I, I think something that could be cool is just like when you have the continual people that want to be guests, that's more motivation. And they're like, Hey, when are we going to get on together? You know? Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's the whole thing behind it. Like, cause especially during the winter time. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So this is how me and like Christy and I's year works summertime you literally like if you want to hang out with us or one of us you probably need to make plans with us ahead of time yeah big time like we literally had something going on every every night this week like even during the week and then the winter there's a lot of times when we're just chilling alone which is totally great um but i do like this is something where I mean, people can get to, like, I can get together with friends and just catch up and hang out, especially, like, during that time um, and, like, fill that in. But during the winter, do you have any athletic, like, sports? That I've actually never really, like, gotten into – I've snowboarded once. I've never skied. 
Um, we have snowshoes, so we like to do that. Gotcha. Um, we like to like take cue on it. That's what's kind of tough though, because a lot of like trails and stuff will be for like cross country skiing and yep. stuff around here, and they don't want you like stomping around with a dog or gotcha. with that, which is kind of difficult. But I would love to get into that. It's just like it's you know, there's a little money that you have to put into it. Yeah, um, but... that's definitely true. I know Tyrell Basin has pretty cheap nights on Tuesdays, but you kind of got to load up the vehicle right after work and go down. And also Devil's Head up um, near the Dells has cheaper skiing and snowboarding yeah. on Thursdays, I believe it is. So Actually, a guy I work with worked at a, a ski hill this last winter, and I told myself, I was like, oh, just go up and rent whatever for the for a night or whatever. If you've got gear, I've got, I just bought a brand new snowboard, so I got to invest in a new set of bindings for my old board. But if you're interested oh, in learning. Absolutely. I'd, I'd totally be down. And I've, I've taught five people and had five success stories, so... I, I'll be honest, I wasn't the one teaching, but I was helping teach one of my friend's boyfriends back in the day. And he mm-hmm. he got mad, took off the snowboard and walked down the hill. And, and as long as you don't do that to me, I'll, I'll put up with but as that, much trouble as you have. I ain't no quitter. <laughs> I ain't no quitter. If I, if I will fall, I will fall down that hill, which I my one experience snowboarding was me didn't know how to carve. Yep. So I just fly straight down the hill, no. bomb it until I lost my balance and then s- just smash my, I mean, I, I was beat up pretty bad after I, that. Yep. Yeah, that, that's another thing I warn people about when you're learning to snowboard. I've, I've honestly, I've never skied. I've only snowboarded. Um, and will I say I'm good? Um, there's always that nervous thing when someone goes, oh, you snowboard? How good are you? Or like, you want to go sometime? You're like, I'm not one of those crazy people that goes off jumps doing 360s flips or anything like that. Like enjoy out there. While I do spend a little time in the park, I just I like cruising, hanging out. Just it's super peaceful out there. One my problem too was I was like following people who knew what they were doing instead of like yeah, instead of like just trying out like the bunny hill and just getting some basics down first. I just like went for my first two experience (laughs) snowboarding. Okay, so like we went when I was really little out out west and like I I we didn't even go down the hill. I was so little, you know. But my first two experiences snowboarding here in like Wisconsin. First time I wore jeans and like work winter boots, you know, like I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And like, right. I, I was the same thing as you, like no one was waiting. It was, it was like a school trip and I just fell a ton. Right. And the second time it was, there's this like kind of cute girl and she's like, oh, you snowboard, you want to go with me sometime? And I was like, sure. I kind of snowboard. Little did they know, like I had the like $10 Menards plastic snowboard that right. I think a lot of people had when they were little. Oh yeah. And just use that. And so that that time with her i was like falling a lot she she waited at the bottom of the hill but i was just like cruise fall cruise fall kind of like you were saying you know oh yeah been there it's it's definitely really helpful and what i've been trying to teach people just you you get them to go down the hill sideways really slow so you kind of get the feeling of being on your toes and then the feeling of being on your heels and you slowly work work into switching to carving yeah you know well i think i would be a lot better now too because like since then i've got a long board mm-hmm. and like that's a learning curve, like yep. to figure that whole thing out. I've onboarded a little bit, but I, I assume just from watching people that are a lot better than me, it's it's very similar. Yeah, I mean it. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a little different, but the, it's the basics of like. I mean, it requires a lot of balance. Mm-hmm. Either way, so I feel like I 
would be better now, and especially if I had an excellent coach like you. Yeah. So oh, thanks. We'll, we'll have to for sure uh, find a time we can, or times. We can get you, you in that, and if Christy wants to come, she's more than welcome. Yeah, to. I, I don't. She probably would do the skiing um, gotcha. more than her. Her older sister um, snowboards. Gotcha. Uh, here and there, like she. I don't think she goes a lot, but she knows how to for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I think Christy has mentioned that she'd like to. Yeah, and if I know a lot of people, like they tell me, "Oh, I ski," but like I'd love to learn to snowboard, and they're like, I, "Yeah, I, I want to learn or at least try both or whatever." Under their breath, they'll admit that snowboarding's cooler. Like it looks cooler <laughs> and everything. And I was <laughs> like, ah, "I know," but like if if we're in public, they won't admit that like snowboarding's cooler because you gotta like rep your own thing. You oh, know? for sure, yeah. Um, that just like snowboarding and like if you guys once I'm better on the knee, um, we can go climbing again. I know I get monthly free guest passes over at Boulders, so okay. Hopefully by winter I can start climbing again and get you guys learning. Yeah. It's a lot safer than you probably think it is now. So mm-hmm. as long as you're top roping and strapped in, you won't boulder much. I'll be afraid of that for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, speaking of future plans as well, yeah, I'm just going to keep mooching off of you for all this stuff. Since, uh, <laughs> you, Because uh, um, when I was on Nick and Dennis's podcast, they mentioned Rockhound Brewing, which I had never heard of. And mm-hmm. it sounds like you kind of have an in there. Yeah, a friend on the Ultimate Frisbee team one night. Uh, I didn't know she worked there, but she was like, guys, I can't make it. I got to go work at Rockhound. If you guys want to show up after, you totally can. And we just surprised her like as they're closing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of really good beers down there. I think they're out of the whole flight of six. I only had one beer that I didn't really like. Um, and that was mostly because it didn't have a whole lot of flavor to it. Right. It was just it, I thought the beer was a little bit boring. Yeah, um, but we can definitely go down there see uh, my friend Sarah, and she'll probably get us. Oh, she said she'd give us our discount, but don't tell anyone that works there. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure. I mean, everyone probably listens to this, so secrets out now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, and I know you didn't. You said you weren't really into sours, but there's Funk Factory that um, me and a buddy tried out. That's over by. Uh, that's on Park Street as well, closer okay. towards the Belt Line, though. Um, they have a lot of sour beers if you're into that um i mean i'm i'm definitely for sure up for trying anything like i don't i don't discriminate when it comes to beers yeah <laughs> you gotta just try them all and if it's not that great you, you, there's you always the next down, one but like yeah <laughs> and i know how was um you guys went to one of the breweries for rob's um bachelor party too didn't you here in madison yeah we did capital brewery how'd you like it it was really good i'm kind of mad because i paid seven dollars for like 15 people to do the tour and people were showing up and doing it for free oh that's frustrating but um i mean we got like a souvenir glass and a crap ton of samples oh yeah um, so you can't really and it was was a good tour they're kind of in the process they're like in a in the middle of doing like changes there so he he was like explaining the way things used to be which were kind of like okay yeah but it's different now and then he was like also then trying to explain like their future plans and stuff so i would like to go back once they get uh they're like adding some new tanks and gotcha. so basically they have like one i don't even know the technical name of it i'm not like a, a beer making connoisseur by any means <laughs> a craftsman but anyways the tank where they're adding like the hops and stuff and like all of that mm-hmm. process going on they're getting another one of those so essentially they'll be able to double production production and like the basically it'll like 
make them have more flavors and more different kinds um, but gotcha. they primarily do a lot of lagers oh okay. it's basically what they like are known for are they the one out on the west side it kind of feels like in the middle of nowhere or yeah they are on the west side um um when you walk it when you walk in there's kind of like a bar area and then the tanks are like in a room off on the left side no no different one okay no. i was just wondering because i did a catering event at a brewery out on the west side one time oh. that was kind of a, a cool experience to yeah. go back and see all like i got to go back in areas where the public doesn't really get to go and stuff oh, like yeah, that too because nice. so, we were we were technically serving and everything okay so. and have you you've tried great dane i assume yeah yeah that's a great place super yeah. nice great <laughs> yeah super nice after uh ultimate frisbee if you're into that or want to get into it the summer leagues you get free beer after every game oh so. that's nice Team you gets can't to hang beat out. free beer. No, win or lose, <laughs> you still get to go drink for free. Win or so. lose, we still booze. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's especially the last couple games. It's kind of been the motto. I just everyone's frustrated and like I, I don't get to play or anything right now. But I'm just like, don't worry, guys, we still get go get to get drink. Right, you know? It's all good. Get to have a good time. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll uh we'll have to be making some more plans uh coming up and yeah, should be a great sure. rest of the summer. Got to get out trying. I got to try different lakes for kayaking. We put out um, right here mm-hmm. next to where you live, and it's it's nice, but it's the same spot over and over again. Yeah, for sure. And like we have the racks uh, for uh, Christie's car as well, so mm-hmm. we can be we can get our two out and about as well. Which yep. I would love. I mean, that's kind of why we have them. Yep, to go <laughs> as convenient as it is to just go out right by our apartment. Um, yeah, we'd like to do some. Exp- exploring as well there's a lot right by madison for you sure know, there's plenty of lakes um and, and we have the the truck at my house that we can throw our kayaks in the back so we can get a little squad going out oh yeah paddling together kayaking gang <laughs> could be a good time they'll think we're like on the rutabaga tours or something like that yeah could be fun i know we got out to rock lake um a couple weeks ago me and my uh buddy did and that was really cool to paddle it oddly enough, it felt a little rougher than the like the downtown oh, really? Madison lakes, but it was pretty windy that day. Yeah. Um, there's also a lake and a river out, I think it's Wabisa out by McFarland mm-hmm. that you can kind of paddle down a channel, um, right by the I don't want to call it a locks, but like Yeah, if you go like yeah, if you're going basically by or through McFarland, you mm-hmm. can park there and launch out. Yeah, and we went down, I remember we were, last summer or the summer before we got to go down that for quite a ways okay it's cool mm-hmm. so yeah well cool well thanks for stopping by and i look forward to looking at these pictures now no problem i'm, I'm honestly excited too because the day two pictures i didn't even get to look at myself yet yeah um i don't know if you wanted to tell people your social media or do any uh, plugs or shout outs the only plug i'll throw out there is uh my instagram and i believe i changed it to g w t g o n w i l d and you can check out some of the photography i've done and um i'll be putting a lot of these nashville pictures up there pretty soon yeah so. for sure cool uh well thanks garrett again uh hope you have a a great night and rest of your week and thank you everyone for listening uh from the bottom of my heart i appreciate everyone listening um i look forward to having many more guests on and uh and you again in the future hopefully awesome i'm excited thanks for having me all right well thanks everyone and as always remember to be noble and be kind